you have to be able to go convince those first three customers to say here's the product please try it and give us the feedback so that we can make this product better right I'm excited to continue our conversation now hearing more about your journey of how you got to where you are today where did it begin you know like uh 3 or 4 companies before we started Malbec uh one of the one of the companies where I was CTO uh CEO asked me to look at the old business process just you know because I had that I to understand the different parts of the business process he asked me why some of the sales deals are not going through as fast as it should and then I started looking at that uh, the constant theme was legal team is not able to turn around uh, contracts fast and then I went and uh, uh, started uh, meeting with uh, the lead, uh, general counsel and other team members so what I noticed was no fault of theirs uh you know like they had to take every contract you are in the sales force and you need to take all that data in sales force and create a contract and that will take few days and after that you give it back to sales person and the sales person has to give it back to the, the prospect or customer and they will redline and it comes back it, it, then they don't know where where you have to go it's a maze right so they need to get ceo approval or they have to get cfo approval they have to get logistics team approval it was a nightmare right so it made a lot of these deals just fall through the crack or go to the next quarter so that was uh, the light bulb went there was right? this at R- rivitas or was this at uh, rivitas this was uh, you know like core metrics i was just trying to understand and uh, stapel was another company Gotcha. where uh, it, it was a gradual build up right in sabab uh, we had to uh, you know like the the commitment is something that we did not understand right uh, we had 2600 customers at that time if i'm not wrong and uh, across the globe uh, the commitment uh, what is committed and how do you recognize the revenue is there a consistent way of recognizing the revenue all those things started um, making me think that everything falls back to one thing which is contracts right so uh, that's when i got into revitas and revitas i learned quite a bit about revenue management and while learning revenue management learned a, quite a lot about contract management and that's how the malbec is formed the this company here is is your first being ceo several times see leader cto and but the first ceo role that's right so this is the first company as ceo uh, we had two other co-founders amazing co-founders with whom uh, we started this company yeah getting it uh, getting it started you're you're not a uh, not new to the saas world so what 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 was it like though being able to get funding and getting it started any lessons learned um maybe something you do differently or you would you would recommend other saas leaders uh to to uh be it, keep in mind when funding sure uh, uh you know like this my believe it or not 22nd saas application in my career so that i mean uh, i was involved in that many but this one is special we put in so much of love into this um 
for you know like any entrepreneur the if you're a business to business uh, kind of solution definitely know who are your first three customers right first three customers that is key right of course uh, the product fit is extremely important you have to solve a good problem right a need has to be there but while doing that you have to be able to go convince those first three customers to say here's the product please try it and give us the feedback so that we can make this product better right so that to me is something that i knew right from the beginning that's important i did not keep three customers in mind i had kept one customer in mind <laughs> to start with so i would say definitely keep three uh, in different industries if yeah. you have horizontal solution that way you 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 have enough of a variation and version and if something happens with them you still have two others that you can work with got it that's powerful um for getting those first customers and then beyond that how to scale was there been any uh, favorite campaigns that or, or impactful um ways of, of marketing and and outreach that you have found have worked so uh that core team is so critical so critical i mean if yeah, i mean i know entrepreneurs think that they are superheroes they can do anything and everything uh but i was a realist right i was a realist and i was very lucky to have an amazing amazing executive team members including uh, the head of marketing who was so creative and we were able to get her as a part time employee uh, of course we can afford her for full time and she made all the difference right the perspective that she brings and she brought in uh and the head of sales the perspective that he brought in and the head of customer experience so that core team is extremely critical so the first six seven leads that you build uh you you know like as an entrepreneur you're very protective protective you will say this is the only way but that's something that i learned over the time you should be open you need to learn from others right so these members it's i would say malbec is shaped by many great individuals like this right so that's what uh, is very core team members team is it sounds like it's everything in order to grow in order to build um and i imagine it's it's changed and continue to grow over the years how many team members are you at now today so we have about 26 employees right now and growing uh continuously growing keep that culture as you grow i imagine it changes a little bit so how do you keep the the right structure and how, and what do you look for when you're adding more team members sure uh you know like this is very important. culture is the heart of the company right and the culture is a lot of things are invisible right uh, with the way you set an example as a leader right uh, for example uh, we do test fest across the company right so that's that's kind of you know like that's a culture where quality is not just the qa team's responsibility quality is everyone's responsibility right and uh, we do some some of the things which are uh, funny and nice uh, music is intricate part of the uh, music yes music and also how does that how does that integrate just everyone's plays instruments or or what 
So every Friday, uh, actually every Thursday, uh, uh, sometimes it can be Friday, but every Thursday now, uh, we spend about one hour with different team members, either doing uh, poems, singing, uh, playing musical instruments. It's a fun hour where it's open for anyone who wants to join, right? And believe it or not, uh, there are new team members who have joined uh, in the same week and they have done uh, singing. So that made them comfortable to be part of the system, you know, like part of the team. So that, that builds that camaraderie, you know, like uh, the, the uh, friendship between the team members. That's very important. Yeah. When you're hiring a new uh, potential candidate and you're looking at them, beyond the resume, what methods do you use to assess that potential of the candidate? So attitude is everything, right? Attitude is so, so important. Um, with that, the, the, the method, uh, the open-mindedness, the way the person can think and take input and try to learn and solve certain problems. So typically our interviews will be quite open-ended questions, right? It's because we want to learn the perspective a person brings to the table, rather than uh, someone who is an expert in every area. So we want to see whether the person brings a specific perspective and also ready to take perspective from others. So that is one of the most important uh, features we look at. Moving forward uh, in this interesting world we're in at the moment, COVID, um, how do you see the challenges and hurdles you're going to need to overcome in coming into the next year, both internally with your team, uh, as well as externally with your potential clients and reaching out during this, this time period? Actually, the things did not change a lot for the company, uh, for the COVID, because we are a startup and we are remote teams, right? Most of us are distributed. Our team is distributed across US and India, right? Uh, we did not have that big of a challenge to adjust to this. Uh, the, 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 the opportunity is definitely what we've seen as the customers are, you know, like we're struggling, right? Uh, but particularly customers who hadn't implemented the solution yet, they're going through the process because they were used to going to the next door and then getting that contract reviewed and getting uh, that contract signed. So what I've seen is changing the behavior of the customer, right? To adapt to uh, online, you know, like the technology. And I believe, um, you know, like ours among many other companies will help in that process. It becomes an enabler, uh, whether it's online or offline, uh, it, it's a good behavior change, frankly. Are there any books, audiobooks, podcasts, or, or journals or blogs that you go to or found really helpful in the past and would recommend? Sure. Uh, typically, I read mostly the technology books or business books. And uh, the last one that I read was uh, Build What Matters. So Build What Matters, it's a product management uh, it's a book about product management, how to optimally build uh, the features rather than creating a bloat uh, of features. And also what is that perfect 
combination of the requirements that you can gather to build the right things for the customer, the best customer outcome. So uh, that's one of the books I would recommend. And uh, hiring with your head was another one. These are some of the things that board uh, team members recommended that I read. Uh, I learned quite a bit about uh, the things that I thought I would have hired under 200 people in my career, maybe more. Uh, but I learned a few things which are new, right? Same with the product management. I've built 20, uh, 22 SaaS applications, but you never stop learning, right? So there are some cool things that I learned in this new book. Last question for you. What kind of technology innovations do you predict we will see in the near term next year and long term, five, 10 years? So uh, definitely the AI is everywhere, right? And different people think uh, AI differently, of course. Uh, some people think that AI is gonna take away the jobs. Uh, it will do like, for example, uh, lawyers uh, are not needed anymore. That's one of the thought process for some people. I believe it's gonna be an enabler. It's gonna be an assistant, right? Which is going to like, if you can review, uh, let's say 100 contracts a quarter, you can increase that to 200 contracts, or maybe 300 contracts, maybe 500 contracts. But the, there is no replacement for that human angle coming into that. I'm very excited about the open AI, right? The uh, open AI innovations that's happening, uh, particularly the semantics part of it, right? Uh, but at the same time, I believe it's the context which is very important, right? So it has to be put in the right, say, you know, like right platform. And also you need to guide the user in the right way. So, I mean, that's one of the exciting things that I'm definitely uh, looking forward to. That concludes the audio version of this episode. To see the original and more, visit our Uptech Report YouTube channel. If you know a tech company we should interview, you can nominate them at uptechreport.com. Or if you just prefer to listen, make sure you're subscribed to this series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app.